You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. We're going to be saying hi to everybody. You are here live with Dr. Jeff Werber. Here we are in the next 30 minutes, a host on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Best with Dr. Jeff, our live call-in show. And we're here for you. We're here to answer your questions. We're here to cover anything you want to talk about. I have some topics. And, of course, as uh, we were talking about 4th of July coming up not too far away and fireworks and how to, to start solving some of the problems now. We talked about some of the things already. And we'll talk about some solutions to noise aversion. Also, want to go through some AVMA smart brief, some just topics in the news. And want to thank our sponsors for letting me be here with you. That is more than a cone. That's the Kong Veterinary Products Program that is raising awareness of animal welfare through the arts. And, of course, Provecto. That is good for 12 weeks. Count them, 12 weeks. Anyway, before we get started, we do have a caller who's been so patiently waiting, considering the fact that, just so everybody knows, the reason we're late today is because Genius Hero, that's me, I had to reload a, a computer that got a bad file, corrupted everything, had to strip it down, and I didn't realize that when I reloaded everything from the backup, it doesn't reload everything, including Google Hangouts. So without Google Chrome, I could not log in to see you guys. So here we are. And um, anyway, so um, our guest now, it says Sudeep. Is that what we're calling you? Yeah, that's my name. Okay. So tell me, first of all, how are you this wonderful Sunday? Oh, it's been a hectic day for yeah. me. I'm the founder and CEO of Go Petting Tech Services in India. Oh, and wow. We are a tech, pet tech startup company, and it's been supported by the United States and South Korea. So uh, I was very keen to join in for this hangout as soon as I saw your message on the LinkedIn. Oh, perfect. So tell me, what exactly are you working on? What are you doing? And how is it going to help pets? So we are a convenience platform in India, and we provide all the services right at the doorstep. In India, the pollution and population both are a huge problem in our country. So we are going to solve that problem for pets because everybody in India is, uh, loves pets. And many pet parents don't even have uh, own their own car. And it's really troublesome for them to take care of their pet going to the saloon or walking to the veterinary clinic and stuff like that. So we provide all the services right at the doorstep without any extra cost. So that, that's the main vision to provide convenience with quality to the pet parents and animal lovers and to the pets. So we have started our company like four months back and we are operating from a small city in India known as Hyderabad. And it's pretty, it's going good. And because it was a weekend, it was pretty hectic and there was a lot of orders to do. But as soon as I saw your message, I was very keen to join in and to know some good recommendations from you, how to handle things in here. So, Oh, that's fantastic. So now how many trucks, vans, and are they well-equipped? So you send the veterinarians out to the doorstep or do you just go pick up the pet for the pet owner, the pet parent, and then bring that pet to a clinic? How does it work? 
Yeah, so we are an aggregator platform. So we have partnered with several high quality and qualified service professionals in the local city. There are service categories. So some of the categories can be given right at the at the house, like an annual vaccination or just like a normal fever or something. But if it's a major surgery, then the pet has to be carried from the house to the clinic. So everything is managed by our third party partners. And we have partnered with them. So we we are a service aggregator company and we have uh, partnered with high quality vendors and they provide our services to our customers. And are you doing this funded through um, organizations and groups or is it all privately paid for by the pet parent? Uh, So we have been funded by... uh, a couple of friends from United States and I was an engineer in Samsung Electronics and I was uh, working in there in South Korea for many years. So I gained some good friendship in there and shared my views and shared my ideas and uh, many uh, like the local organizations in there put in some money in our company uh, like a seed capital and that's how we are operating currently. You know, it's amazing is that I, and I've not yet been to India and I, I understand that there's a very large problem with pet overpopulation. Uh, many, many dogs and uh, cats running the streets, no one to care for them. And I was on a program through an organization out of New York called Amazon Cares, where I went into, with a few other veterinarians, into the Amazon in the, it was a, actually a place called Aquitos and Belen in Peru. And they call it the Western Gateway to the Amazon. And also there, major, major problems with just so many dogs. And what happens is because of the poverty in the area, and you like you said, the people love dogs, but if the dogs get too sick or need any care, they can barely afford to feed their children, let alone their pets. So what happens is they just let the That's pets right. go. And so we captured in about a two-week period over 150 dogs and cats. We spayed and neutered. We vaccinated. Again, all donations from companies that were in our and the veterinarians donating their time. And we were able to take care of the problem, uh, at least for those 150. So, you know, it's a huge problem in India as well, I hear. And I know there are some other organizations working with you. It would be great to coordinate with some other veterinarians from around the globe to maybe help you guys in that arena as well, because it is from a veterinary standpoint, it was one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my 33 years of practice. Right. Totally appreciate and totally uh, I agree with that. And surely in India, uh, street animals, stray dogs and even cows and pigs uh, roam all over the city. But that is true for the rural areas. But for metro cities like, you know, developed cities, uh, you can find still find them on the roads, but not in large number. Although animal abuse, as far as I see in India, is uh, pretty less because most of the families do worship the cow and they kind of take care of the. I mean, the poor families build some kind of relationship with the stray dogs and they kind of like, you know, adopt them indirectly, although they stay on the roads, but they feed them daily food and they take care of them. And I mean, it's pretty interesting to see how they develop that sort of a relationship with an animal. Uh, So what we do is, uh, of course, like we are a pet tech startup company, but we have tied up and we, uh, as like on our own, try to give back to the society of like some amount of uh, whatever we earn and like, you know, uh, spaying of dogs, uh, neutering them. And I mean, it's a huge problem in India, but as far as I see, this will be taken care uh, gradually and it will definitely take some time because People nowadays are getting educated regarding animals and 
they know what is nutrient and what, what how spain can be done and how it can help the society and don't throw plastics on the roads and you know uh, there's a huge moment uh, from government of india uh, green india and clean india so because earlier 10 years back there was a huge uh, problem with cows that they used to eat a lot of plastics and after, i mean as far today that number is uh, like hugely decreased and they are uh, leading sort of like kind of a, a pretty better life uh, not a very good life but yeah pretty better life than what they used to so yeah and guarding as per the veterinary point of view so like you know uh, when i was in korea and when i compare it to india the veterinary uh, clinics in india are like you know almost similar kind of equipments and the doctors think the same way but the thing is there are very less 24/7 services so our vision is to provide that kind of stuff to offer that those kind of services all day all night to the pet parents and because uh, people want to take care of them and our vision is to provide them quality and you know that sounds it sounds great so give me the name of your company again it is go petting tech services private limited and it is uh, known as go petting g o p e t t i n g yeah go petting right got it go petting yeah. that's great well, Sudeep, I want to thank you so much. Wish you the best of luck. I applaud you, and anyone listening is applauding you as well for the thank steps you so that you are taking to better the lives of these animals in India. And uh, for me, it's so heartwarming to see that there are people like you out there that are really doing, they're not just talking about it, but actually doing it. And uh, I think that's great. So we want to, first of all, thank you so much for contacting, reaching out, and for more so, thank you for doing what you're doing to help these animals. And I only wish you the best of luck. It was a true pleasure, Dr. Jeff. And I was too excited, but I missed out saying some things like, you know, we are doing all of these through technology, through an Android app and through the website. And soon we'll be launching oh. our iOS app. Sure. Give, so, what, what is the website? www.gopetting.com, but we don't take orders from there. It's better if you can check out our Google app on the Google Play Store. It is called uh -huh. Go Petting Trusted Pet Services. Go so, Petting, let me write that. So it's Go Petting Trusted yeah. Pet Services. That's right. Excellent. All right, Sudeep, that was great. Thank you so much. All right, and, Dr. Uh, Jeff, thank you so keep, much. Keep up the good work. And, and you know, if you want to, like, after any time, you want to join us and give, give us an update about how you guys are doing and, and the help that you're doing, please, we'd love to sure. hear from you. All right. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Take care. Bye. Have a good day. So uh, for all of you out there, that's fantastic. This is stuff going on in other parts of the world, and we are reaching out to them. Uh, and I think the fact that Pet Life Radio is being listened clearly to uh, other parts of the planet, I think that's fantastic. And, um, oh, just some good personal note. Some writer contacted me, oh, God, a couple months ago. She was doing a story. I didn't know what kind of story. I think it was just more about pets. And she was uh, contacting me from USA Today. So I wake up, and uh, yesterday there's a text waiting for me. And I, I was running out the door, so I didn't read it. And uh, later on in the evening when I read the text, it was from my good friend and colleague, Dr. Ernie Ward, a fantastic veterinarian in uh, North Carolina. And he writes, great, great coverage on USA Today. Wow, congratulations. I said, well, well I, I had no idea what he was talking about. I knew they were writing some article. But I, anyway, if you go on to yesterday's USA Today in the life section, uh, you know, they got sports, they got news and all these different entertainment. And there's a section called life. And you scroll down and there it's a whole article about sort of everything I do and been doing for these many years, mostly in the media. My, uh, they obviously use a celebrity pet angle and the celebrity vet, which I have to laugh because it's not really true. You know, as I said, you 
can't, it's impossible to be a veterinarian in the area where I practice and not have celebrity clients. So I don't think there is a single veterinarian who has the corner on that market, but uh, I think it just sounds good and looks good in print. So uh, that's what they say. But it was a good article. I think she caught, she captured all the things we talked about fairly well. And uh, so if you want to go check it out, go check it out. Anyway, so I'm so excited about Sue Deep and what they're doing in India of all places. And I've heard such horrendous things about you know, the situation of pets in India. So the fact that somebody's actually doing it and allowing people and helping people, I think I'm thrilled beyond thrilled. I think that's great. And I definitely will um, keep you updated. I think he and I will, will try to stay in touch and we'll, um, we'll, we'll give you a lot of updates about what's going on. Because just think, if it could be done in, in countries like India and so many countries that are having problems with pet overpopulation, pet issues, and the fact that people can't afford to care for them. And they love them. I remember we, were, we did a lot of interviews when I was in Iquitos in Peru. And uh, you would think by looking at the area that these animals are literally just running the streets and nobody cares and they're undernourished, but that's not true. When you get to talk to them, it's heartwarming because they really want to care for them. They just can't afford it. And and this once booming town in Peru is now a ghost town and uh, no one's really there to care for the animals. And I interviewed one little girl. I walk into her, you know, a lot of the, the homes have their businesses right there. So I walk in and there's this little girl. She must have been 12 or 13 years old. And there's a little dog just yapping away at me. Bart wants to bite my feet. And I'm, I go and I, they sold like this little sundries and they had a little ice cream and sold some soda in their store, which is really where they live. And she's there with an older woman. It turns out to be her grandmother. So I walk over to this yapping dog and I pick it right up. And of course, I'm sure the dog's never had somebody pick it up when he's barking like crazy. So this dog didn't know what to do. And um, so picking the dog up and we're talking to her and, and I'm asking her about her dog. And she says, um, I said, now, let me ask you the question, the truth. I said, is your dog allowed inside the house, part of the house, instead of being just outside? And she looks at me and she looks at her grandmother and she goes, yeah. And then I said, now, does the dog sleep with you in your room? And she says, yeah. And I said, do you ever let the dog on your bed? And she looks at her grandmother. It's like, she's going to get in trouble for answering. And she goes, yeah. I said, oh my God, because you think that they don't care. Well, they do. And then I said, I said, this was the best. I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she says, a vet, a veterinarian. So um, I think that was really, really cool. Anyway, don't go away. We're going to break. We're a little off time today, but we're going to get through it our whole show. So we'll be right back after these short works from our sponsors. And we'll be back and we're going to talk about some noise aversion and common solutions to help you out come 4th of July. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com 
Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. You're here live with Dr. Jeff Werber. And we are, we started talking last week about some of the issues with anxiety and stress. And we talked about how we'll cover some solutions with 4th of July. You know, one of the best things to do if you still have time is to desensitize and counter condition your dogs. And the best way to do that is to start getting, downloading some sound effects. You can get a 4th of July or just any kind of fireworks or thunder lightning. It works for anything. And um, you start playing these sounds at a very, very low level. You probably won't even hear it, but your dog will hear it. And give them reward, give them treat for basically just sitting there and not reacting at all. And then, so the next step would be to start every maybe training session, do two, three, maybe four a week. You start increasing the volume. And you get to the point where the dog is going to not only not be affected, but he's going to want to hear the noise. Why? Because when he's sitting there and that noise comes on, he's going to get rewarded. So instead of you coddling him or her when they get nervous and anxious and come to you and you pet them where you've reinforced the behavior of the negative behavior, right? Of shivering, shaking, fearing, and hiding. Why don't you reinforce the non-reacting behavior? Enforce, reinforce the behavior where they're just sitting and chilling and don't move when the noise starts. So that's the best way. Uh, it's also textbook. So what happens when the dogs don't read the textbook? What happens when your intentions are great, but it's just, it's not working? So here's some solutions. Number one, many of us like to stay away from drugs. You know, you've heard, of course, you have the downers, you have the Xanax, you have the Ace Promazine, people coming in for Valium. Yeah, you can do that. There's the new one, which I, which I do like called Cilio. Great for noise aversions. It's a very dilute version of our dextomatonidine, which is a dextomator, a medication we use for sedation. And those are great. But I really found something that I really like a lot. And it's totally natural. And it's not just for noise phobias. It's for any kind of stress, anxiety, nerves, etc. And of course, noise aversion, noise phobias as well. And it's called a Calms Vest, C-A-L-M-Z. You got to check it out. Uh, It's available online. Distribution has already started and it's new and innovative and it works totally differently than anything else. Uh, The only thing that would be as good is going to be the training, the desensitization and counter conditioning. So kind of here's the rundown of how it works. You put this vest on, it looks like a harness, like a, like a, a dog walking harness. It's got a little pocket on the back of it. And the important thing is where this pocket sits, which is right between the fifth cervical vertebrae, we call C5, there are seven of them, and the fourth thoracic vertebrae. So C5 to T4. What's so unique about C5 to T4 is that is an area that the acupressurists use for relieving stress and anxiety. So perfectly placed. So what, what do you stick in the pocket? You stick this little, little device, it's a little electronic device, very lightweight, And it is something that employs what we call neurosync technology. 
So it's really cool. What does it do? First of all, if you're any musicians out there, anytime you were, I'm sure you've seen it. Conductors use them. It's called a little tuning fork. So you bang the fork and you listen to it in your ear because you hear a certain note, a tone, and it also you feel the vibration. Well, this device actually is in C notes, so the key of C, and not only does it play the hum, you feel the vibration of the hum, a vibration which, by the way, can be adjusted. And the other thing it does, and this is really cool, and this is nothing new. Researchers have found out over the last several years that there are certain musical tones and sounds that seem to calm dogs and cats. So one such song that is played is it's a modified version of Beethoven's Fur Elise. And again, it's very soft. It's not going to disturb you if you're, even if you're sitting and the dog is chilling in an evening and you're right there and they're wearing their vest and the vest is going, you won't hear You might hear, it almost sounds like two doors down, someone's playing music and you can faintly hear it, but trust me, the dog hears it. So the beauty of the comms vest is you have this vest that they're wearing and right at the exact spot that is going to do the most good, it is vibrating, the tuning fork vibration. It is playing the C note and it's in the the background music is Beethoven's for Elise and you can adjust You can adjust the intensity and the duration of the program up to eight hours of play. So it's really cool. And it was tested, the beta testing, of course, and I saw the reports. 86% of pet parents, pet owners, really loved it and would recommend it. And more importantly, and, you know, pet owners are, are great. You are all great. But the, it's tougher to convince a veterinarian, especially about something that's so unique and innovative. And 91% of veterinarians of these patients saw results talking to their clients, would recommend it. So we're talking about something that's really cool. C-A-L-M-Z, the comms uh, vest, Neurosync technology. You can go online and you can order it. It's, um, it's terrific. So um, between, you know, yes, you have choices now. You can do it again with drugs, which many of us don't like. There's another natural product called Zilkeen. I've had some success. As I said, Cilio better, but that's more of a drug. But I would recommend trying, if you can, to stay away from the, the really bad downers, the Valiums, the Ace Bromazine, which is a tranquilizer, the Xanax. I'm not a big fan. If you can start now, which you have time, if, as long as you're committed to doing it and desensitize and countercondition your dogs to the sounds, then that would be probably the, one of the best ways to go, of course. Real quick, before we uh, have to say goodbye at our crazy off hour, we started at 9.20. We have three more minutes to 9.50. And uh, you can blame my upgraded computer for that one. So, but just some AVMA smart brief news things, raw milk, raw milk. And again, don't shoot the messenger, whatever your preferences are, but raw milk is according to the CDC has been implicated in 96% of dairy associated diseases, illnesses, unpasteurized dairy products account for 96% of problems associated with dairy, and they assume they guesstimate 45 times more hospitalizations because of dairy-related illnesses than from unpasteurized versus pasteurized. So take it as you may, but that's a fact from the CDC. Uh, another story about addressing pet obesity early, and I've talked about that. My, my colleague I mentioned earlier, Dr. Ernie Ward, who does a lot of work on obesity, petobesityprevention.org is his website. Uh, you should go online and check it out. But we know that the vast majority of overweight puppies and kittens will grow up to be overweight dogs and cats. So therefore, if you notice it, we can predict that by nine months of age, what, what the trend is in a dog or a cat 
that is heading towards obesity. And when you consider all the problems associated with obesity, you don't want to risk it. Don't risk it at all. Just go in and make sure that you uh, you got to keep your pets lean. Follow your veterinarian's recommendation as far as feeding. Here's a real good one for any basketball fans out there. So Stan Van Gundy, coaches the Detroit Pistons, adopted Eastwood. A it's a one year red coated retriever mix from a Detroit shelter. They were running a program. It was called the the Bissell Empty the Shelters Program, and Eastwood was the last dog in the shelter, and Stan Van Gundy adopted him. And not only was he, well, there was a reason he was the last dog. He's going to need some work on his legs. He needs a surgery on a leg and some sort of uh, a minor eye surgery, an eyelid surgery. So he's not the perfect dog, but guess what? After the surgery, he will be the perfect dog, and he's probably even a perfect dog without the surgery. So uh, my hat's off to Stan Van Gundy for adopting Eastwood, and I'm sure Eastwood's going to have a fantastic life and uh, he will have some of his own fame. This is a sad story. And, um, you know, we don't really have a problem here in Southern California with this. But I know many of you in many parts of the country do, especially the Midwest, 32 cows on a farm. 32 were all killed from a lightning storm in Missouri. And that is so sad when you think about it. The record, and I can't believe they even keep these records, but known before this were six cows killed from lightning strikes at the same, from the same lightning storm. 32. That is really, really sad. And then one last one. For those of you who think you have a big dog, you know, they say the Irish wolfhound is the tallest dog on the planet. And uh, they are very, very tall. But here's one. United Kingdom, a dog named Balthazar known as the largest dog in England, in the United Kingdom, seven feet tall from nose, from the tip of his nose to the bottom toe of his back feet, okay? And he weighs 210 pounds. He was the largest dog in England. I've actually treated dogs bigger than 210 pounds, but they weren't seven feet. Uh, there's a couple of dogs. Uh, one is called a Prinian Mastiff, and Prinian Mastiffs are huge and they, uh, one male that I took care of was over 210 pounds, but he wasn't seven feet. But anyway, that's a pretty big dog. Seven feet, 210 pounds, and a Great Dane. And uh, I saw pictures of him. He's adorable. Five years old. He's only five. But I worry about, you know, a dog that, that big. This is not the kind of dog that's going to make it to 13 or 14. Anyway, thanks for being here. I want to thank once again our sponsors, Brevecto for, um, from Merck. Save This Life Microchip, More Than a Cone, Kong Venerate Products. If you get a chance, check out yesterday's USA Today Life section, and you can read the article on yours truly, Dr. Jeff. And uh, once again, thanks to Sudi, uh, not only for listening and following, but for starting a program that's going to help, I can tell, hundreds and hundreds of pets in India. So, uh, and appreciate him uh, joining us. And we're going to keep uh, following once again. That is Go Petting from on Google. You can check it out. Go Petting Trusted Pet Services. And uh, the website is www.gopetting.com. And again, thanks to Sudi. So have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you here next week at the appropriate time of 9 a.m. in the West, noon back East, and wherever you are in between. Have a good week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.